It's nighttime in the city. A cop runs a license plate. Ten will get you twenty. It's theme time radio hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Welcome everybody to theme time radio hour. It's good to see so many familiar faces. Stopped off downstairs, got the latest gossip from Carl's Barbershop. I see they slapped a new coat of paint in the lobby of the Abernathy building. And I'm happy to say, the coffee at Sampson's is as strong as it ever was. Yes, indeed you do. I could not be happier to be with you today. Even more so, because today's theme is something the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence guarantees us the pursuit of, along with life and liberty. You guessed it. Stick around, and for the next hour, we'll be listening to songs all about happiness. I can't promise I'm going to make you happy, but I'm going to do my darndest. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling high and happy. Here's Hot Lips Page. Better slip into your evening clothes. There's a jam tonight at Joe's. Let's go. I'm feeling high and happy. I'll reserve a ringside seat for two. Nothing but the best will do. Let's go. I'm feeling high and happy. I Understand they start jamming long by 12 o'clock And they won't feel good until the neighborhood begins to rock I just went and hocked for everything When I do that so we can swing, you know I'm feeling high and happy with his little combo sometime in the late 30s. Lips used to play with Ma Rainey and Bessie Smith, was in Bessie's original band, but never really toured with them. Some people have to get high to make other people happy. Take the case of Shecky Green. He was a very popular stand-up comedian who was known for his drinking and gambling. One night he drove 90 miles an hour down the strip in Vegas, took a round turn, and ended up in the fountain in front of Caesar's Palace. When the cops got there, he was sitting under the flowing fountain with his windshield wipers going. He rolled down the window and said to the policeman, No spray wax, please. According to legend, Shecky drank because he had terrible stage fright. When he quit drinking, he was too scared to get on stage and had to retire for years. He's been helped with some antidepressants of late. Jokes about his panic attacks and depression have become part of his act. Way to make lemonade, Shecky. Today, medical science recognizes that some folks aren't helped by relaxing exercises. Doctors are now prescribing an ataraxic medicine. It makes those who fear they're about to quit feel like they're ready to begin, bidding their darkened spirits goodbye for the calming peace of a cloudless sky. It used to be that when you heard a record, you could sometimes tell what label it was on. 
Sometimes it was because the labels had a distinctive sound like sun. And sometimes it was because the labels had a great house band, which gave them a distinctive sound. You could tell a Motown record a mile away. A Stax record, too. There's another label out of Memphis that had a great house band, and that's High. Willie Mitchell produced most of the records out of High, and he kind of grew his own house band. He was a mentor to the Hodges brothers. Took them under his wing when they were still teenagers. There was Mabin Hodges, who was known as Teeny. He played guitar. There was Leroy Hodges on bass and Charles Hodges on organ. You can hear on records by Ann Peebles, Otis Clay, other folks on High. But they're probably best remembered backing up this man, who was High's biggest hit maker. Talk about Al Green, and he's got nothing but love and happiness. Love and happiness But wait a minute, something's going wrong Someone's on the phone Three o'clock in the morning Yeah Talking about How she can make it right Yeah Yeah Happiness is when you really feel good about somebody. There's nothing wrong being in love with someone, yeah. yeah. Oh, baby, love and a happiness. Love and a happiness.
Al Green and the Hodges Brothers, Love and Happiness. If it was any other show, I would tell you the story about Mary Woodson dumping a pot of boiling grits all over Al while he was in the bathtub. But since this is our happiness show, I'm not going to waste your time with that. Everyone you know can make you happy. Some do it by arriving, and some do it by leaving. Richard Gere told me something the Dalai Lama once said. If you want others to be happy, practice compassion. If you want to be happy, practice compassion. Hmm. Well-nurtured children become healthy and happy grown-ups. An abundant and properly balanced diet, plus plenty of sunlight and play and a due portion of the milk of human kindness, makes children grow into healthy, well-balanced, efficient citizens. Jimmy Heap and the Melody Makers, recorded for the Capitol Record label, got that stuff down in Texas, had a singer named Perk Williams. You probably don't know them by name, but you know a couple of their songs. Like Thompson took the wild side of life and took it to number one in 1952. He returned the favor, though, by getting Capitol Records to sign Jimmy Heap. Another record they put out was a big hit called Release Me. You probably heard it by Esther Phillips and Engelbert Humperdinck. Jimmy Heap's one of those guys who proved that musicians should never retire. He formed the group in 1947 and disbanded them in 1977. That same year, he drowned in a boating accident. I think he just had too much free time. Here's Jimmy Heap and the Melody Makers. Then I'll be happy. you do. There's a name for people who want to go where you go. They're called stalkers. Stalking is defined as a willful malicious and repeated following and harassing of another person. There's a lot of different kinds of stalkers. There's a simple obsessional stalker. That's kind of your plain vanilla stalker. That could be a friend or a neighbor or an acquaintance or an ex-lover. Sometimes a relationship goes sour and the other person doesn't want to let go. And the stalking begins. There's a rot of maniacs. That's when the stalker has the delusion that the person they're stalking is in love with them. The reverse is the love obsessional. That's when the person being stalked doesn't even know the stalker. But the stalker is still convinced that they are in love with them. But even with all these delusions, stalkers have higher intelligence than other criminals. I personally think they might make good personal assistance. After all, 
You already know where you pick up your back leaning. It's a kind of spiritual snobbery that makes people think that they can be happy without money. At least that's what Albert Camus says. But let's not forget, he's the guy that died in a sports car. Elmo James did not die in a sports car. He died of a heart attack at age 45 in 1963. But before that, he laid down some electrifying blues records. This is one he recorded in the mid-50s for the Flair record label. Though he's on so many different labels, it's hard to keep track. Elmo is one of those guys that would record for anyone who had a stack of cash. He may have run foul with the union over it, but ensured that we had a lot of Elmo James records to listen to. Here's one of them. Elmo, along with his broom dusters, Happy Home. Fused with James Elroy, noted crime author. One way to have a happy home is to practice feng shui, which in Chinese means wind and water. These are the things that flow naturally. Feng shui forces us to focus the qi, which is the energy of life, and incorporate it into every part of our life. The bedroom is considered the most important room of the house and should have qualities of stillness and softness. You should use pleasing textures. The entrance of the house is also important. This is the transition from the outer world to your domain. Feng Shui isn't just important for humans. The Los Angeles Zoo paid $4,500 to a Feng Shui expert to make three golden monkeys from China feel more at home. I don't think it was the Feng Shui that made them feel happy. I think monkeys just like the fact they could make zookeepers spend $4,500 on them. Again, a song written for the movie Chasing Rainbows, 
The first version of the song was recorded on October 29th, 1929. The song was literally recorded on Black Tuesday, when the stock market took a free fall and the Great Depression began. The song ended up becoming the theme for the Democratic Party. It was first heard in that context in 1932, during the nomination of Franklin Delano Roosevelt. They've been using anchors away, but switched over to Happy Days Are Here Again, attempting to convey a message of hope and optimism in the wake of the Great Depression. Roosevelt went on to win, and the song went on to become a standard. So stick around, because Happy Days are definitely here, on your radio dial, at least. We play the Rolling Stones again and again here, and every time we've done it so far, Mick Jagger sang the lead vocals. But it's surprising how many songs Keith sings on. Since the late 70s, he sang the lead on at least one song per album. The one we're going to play today is the first song of this to chart with Keith singing lead. As a matter of fact, Keith's the only stone on this record. It was the middle of the night when they recorded it, and the only people there was Bobby Keys, who played baritone sax, and Jimmy Miller, who was producing the record. He sat down at the drums, Keith just kept on overdubbing guitars, and he sang the lead vocal. I think he did a pretty good job, but I let you be the judge. Here's Happy. Just goes to show you, you leave people alone in the studio, they don't really need anybody else. Well, look what Keith did there. Of course, he'd been up for about four days when he came up with it, but you have to suffer for your art.
Instagram this song called Get Happy it was written by the same two guys who wrote Feeling High and Happy and the saxophone player you're hearing is Wardell Gray who first performed the song Twisted if you were listening last week you heard us play that song with Annie Ross singing lead Wardell was found dead four miles outside of Las Vegas with a broken neck this is back in 1955 when he was playing in Benny Carter's band they brought in a dancer named Teddy Hale and questioned him he said they had been with Wardell Gray and that Wardell had overdosed on heroin fell out of bed and broke his neck Teddy Hale said he had panicked and drove the body out to the desert to this day not everybody believes this story some say that Wardell Gray got in trouble with heroin dealers some say he had staggering gambling debts and others say he was caught with another man's wife We might not know how he died, but we sure know how he lived. Well, one of the most popular features on our show is answering the email. Well, we're not going to change something that works. Let's take a look at what we got here. Okay, today's email comes from Jersey LeBlanc. That's the name, not the place. Jersey writes to us from Port Arthur, Texas. Dear Bob, I hope you don't mind if I ask you about a problem I'm having. Lately, my boyfriend and I have been fighting all the time about stupid things. If we go to dinner, he won't like the avocado in the salad. If we're watching a movie, he won't like the hat that one of the cowboys is wearing. It'll ruin the whole movie for him. I love him dearly, but I'm getting a little sick of the fighting. What should I do? Confused in Port Arthur, Jersey LeBlanc. First of all, Jersey, I feel I have to point out that your name kind of means white shirt. But to answer your question, fighting is a regular part of a relationship. You don't want to be with someone exactly like yourself. You know what you like. What makes a relationship interesting is what someone else likes. You seem to like the big picture. You watch the movie. You eat the meal. He's more interested in details. I don't like the avocado. What's the deal with a hat? Both are decent ways to look at the world. Some people like to sweat in the hot sun. Some like to swing in the shade on a hammock. Who's to judge which is better? It sounds like you have the best of both worlds in your relationship. One of you keeping the eye on the entire road, and the other one's reading the map. Sure, you fight every once in a while, but who doesn't? By the way, if you haven't discovered it by now, pickup sex is a pretty good reason for fighting in the first place. So best of luck, keep listening, and I'm guessing you like the show, but your boyfriend doesn't like a couple of the songs in it. I'm fine with both opinions. Thanks for writing, and keep an eye on your mailbox for your theme time video hour hat, which is on its way to you. To match the thousand things you do with plastics There's nothing to beat their skill and versatility That's why we can tell you we are all enthusiastics About the very significant, truly magnificent, happy plastics family Here's a guy who didn't let his physical problems stop him William Henry Webb was known as Chick Webb. When he was very young, he contracted spinal tuberculosis. It left him with little use of his legs and with a hunch back. The doctors recommended that he take up drumming to help his stiff joints. They thought it would just be therapy. They never thought he'd become one of the greatest swing drummers in the world. Actually, the same thing happened to David Sanborn. He had problems with his lungs as a youth, and doctors suggested that he take up the saxophone. They never imagined he'd become one of the most influential sax players in jazz. But back to Chick Webb. Chick led a hard swinging band, one that regularly won the battles of the bands at the Savoy. A lot of people passed through his band. Benny Carter, Johnny Hodges, Louis Jordan was in it for a while. In 1935, he hired a teenage girl that he saw win a talent contest at the Apollo. She had a big hit with Chick with a song called The Tisket and Tasket. And when Chick died, She held the band together and led them for a number of years. The woman's name was Ella Fitzgerald, and here she is, singing a song written by Vincent Humans and the king of the safety song, Irving Caesar. Here's Chick, I Want to Be Happy. I 
see, but I won't be happy till I make you happy too. Lives really worth living when we are mirth giving. Why can't I give some to you? When skies are gray and you say you are blue, I'll send the sun smiling through. I want to be happy, but I won't be happy till I make you happy too. Checking a very young Ella Fitzgerald. I want to be happy, but I won't be happy till I make you happy. Chick passed away in 1939 after an operation at John Hopkins Hospital. His last words were, I'm sorry, I've got to go. This is Theme Time Radio Hour, and we're talking about happiness, contentedness, satisfaction, gaiety, cheer, jollity, enjoyment, and cheerfulness. Let's go to the phones. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hi, Bob. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name's Nellie Packer, and I'm calling from Bangor, Maine. Well, how are things in Bangor, Nellie? Just banging around, Bob. I use that joke all the time. A good one, Nellie. Well, what can I do for you? Well, I'm really enjoying your happiness show. It's my favorite show since the one you did at Con. You know, I was there that day. A small world. So what can I do for you? Well, as I was saying, I was loving the happiness show. I mean, I just think of myself as a happy person. I can walk into a room and people just light up. You got no problems with confidence, do you, Nelly? I guess not, Bob. So what can I do for you? Oh, nothing, really. I just wanted to call up and say hi. You know, spread the happiness. Well, I'm glad you did, Nelly. Can I play a song for you? Sure, that'd be great. There's a song by this group, Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins. What's it called, Nelly? It's called Happy, Bob. All right, I'll look for it. Oh, got it right here. Thanks for calling, Nelly. I'm rocking now. Here's Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins and Happy. Remember why I still do 
in the Watson Twins. Happy. According to research, you know what makes people happy? Money, religion, friends, and marriage. How much did they spend on this research? I could have told them that. They say people that make over $80,000 are happier than people who make less than that. You know who's really happy? The guy who got paid to do this research. Probably didn't even have to leave his house. Happiness makes up in height, but it lacks in length. So said Robert Fast. I agree, so says me. There are certain songs you hear all the time on the radio, and you've no idea where they actually came from. Sometimes you hear the hit so many times that you think, I never need to hear that again. Well, sometimes you're wrong. Here's a song that was a hit for Blood, Sweat, and Tears. It was actually Al Cooper's idea to record it. He's the guy who founded Blood, Sweat, and Tears, but he left the band before they recorded it. They used his arrangement, though. But this one's for Al. It's Brenda Holloway and the original version of You Made Me So Very Happy.
I was Brenda Holloway, you made me so very happy. And she wrote that song too. And she can also be heard singing behind Joe Cocker on his version, but with a little help from my friends. You know, one thing that makes people happy is the pets. But are their pets happy? Do animals actually smile? Nobody really knows for sure. But studies have shown that when rats are anticipating an opportunity to play, their brains release dopamine, which is a compound associated with pleasure in humans. A lot of animals, like dolphins, engage in non-procreative sex. This suggests a pleasure motive, but nobody really knows for sure. They might just be bored. You know, sometimes I think I could play a Bob Nolan song every week. He wrote and recorded enough with the Sons of the Pioneers that I could probably find one for every theme. But instead I hold off and just play my real favorites. Here's one he wrote that Hank Williams took and used as his theme song on the Health and Happiness shows. But here's Bob singing it, along with the rest of the Sons of the Pioneers. Here's the Happy Cowboy.
Buzzcocks, everybody's happy nowadays. And just to show you that the wheels keep turning and time matches on, that was considered kind of a punk rock record when it came out. But in January of 2007, the AARP, that's the American Association of Retired People, released a new TV commercial that celebrates the aging process. And what they use as a soundtrack? You guessed it, the Buzzcocks. If everybody's happy nowadays, it might be because of the goblin antidepressants. Perhaps they're taking Prozac. Alexa, Alexa Pro, Zonoff, or maybe just a couple of fingers of scotch. Of all the states throughout this nation, the happiest by far is the state of relaxation. There'll be fewer breakdowns and insomniacs when more of us have learned to be relaxed. We'll be free to relish the joys of life, no longer tense over daily worries and strife. Even the best times have to come to an end, and we're not immune to that either. We're going to have to hurry up to squeeze a couple of last songs into the show, but I think they're important, so we're going to get them in. This first song was a big hit by Nat Cole. It was in the top ten in 1954. Lots of other people recorded it too, but I'm choosing to play the version recorded by Judy Garland, because I think everything she sings has a certain poignancy. But it's not just the singer that's important here, it's the man who wrote it. The melody was written for this song by Charlie Chaplin, who wrote it for his 1936 movie, Modern Times. Modern Times was Chaplin's final silent movie, and his farewell to the art form. Some people consider it a protest against the forces that pushed the silent movie to an end. It's a beautiful melody, and in 1954, John Turner and Jeffrey Parsons wrote lyrics to it, and that's the version Nat Cole took to the top of the charts. But here's Judy with the Charlie Chaplin classic, Smile. Smile, though your heart is aching Smile, even though it's breaking Although the clouds in the sky You'll get by If you smile through your fear and sorrow Smile and maybe sun comes shining through for you lies up your face with gladness hide every trace of sadness although a tear may be ever That's the time You must keep on trying Smile What's the use of crying You'll find That life Is still worthwhile If you
I was Judy Garland and smile. Judy was the consummate showwoman. She had great sadness in her life. She was unlucky in love, had great personal problems. But when the spotlight hit her, she couldn't help but entertain. Listen to the hearsing smile and knowing the facts about her life makes for truly electrifying listening. When I decided to do a show about happiness, I kind of worked backwards. There was never any doubt in my mind. It had to end the way all Roy Rogers' shows ended, with a song that was written by Roy's wife, the Queen of the West, Dale Evans. He got the inspiration from the way Roy used to sign autographs. He would sign either Trails of Happiness or Happy Trails. Dale wrote this song right before a radio show, while Roy was still with the Sons of the Pioneers. She wrote it on the back of an envelope and tied it to the band right there and then. It's probably the song everybody thinks of when they think of Roy Rogers, and they should also think of Dale Evans when they think of it. Here's one of the nicest ways to say goodbye. Happy trails. Happy trails to you Until we meet again Happy trails to you Keep smiling until then Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just like Roy and Dale Evans, it's time for us to wish you happy trails. We're gonna leave you with a poem by a woman named Jane Kenyon. There's just no accounting for happiness, or the way it turns up like a prodigal who comes back to the dust at your feet, having squandered a fortune away. And how can you not forgive? You make a feast of honor of what was lost, and take from its place the finest garment which you saved for an occasion you could not imagine. And you weep night and day to know that you are not abandoned. That happiness saved its most extreme form for you alone. No, happiness is the uncle you never knew about. Who flies a single engine plane into the grassy landing strip, hitchhikes into town and acquires at every door until he finds you asleep mid-afternoon, as you so often are during the unmerciful hours of your despair. It comes to the monk in his cell. It comes to the woman sweeping the street with a bird's broom. To the child whose mother has passed out from drink. It comes to the lover. To the dog chewing a sock. To the pusher. To the basket maker. And to the clerk stacking cans of carrots in the night. It even comes to the boulder in the perpetual shade of pine barrens. To rain passing on the open sea in the wine glass weary of holding wine. Happiness by Jane Kenyon. She left out one thing. The happiness of knowing that there'll be an all-new theme right here on Theme Time Radio Hour. Your home for happy themes, jubilant dreams, and ecstatic schemes. Happy trails to you Till we meet for listening to Theme Time Radio Hour with your host, Bob Dylan. Produced by Eddie Gorodetsky and the associate producer is Anita Fitzgerald. Continuity is by Eats Martin and the editor is Damian Rodriguez. The supervising editor is Rob McCumber. The research team is Diane Lapson and Bernie Bernstein with additional research courtesy of Lynn Sheridan, April Hayes, Callie Gladman, Terrence Michael, Sean Patrick, and Matthew Meltzer. Robert Bauer was the librarian and the production coordinator was Debbie Sweeney. Special thanks go out to Randy Azradi, Coco Shinomiya, Simpsons Diner, and Lee Abrams. Tex Carbone was our director of studio operations. Recorded in Studio B of the historic Abernathy Building, the crown jewel of the city's skyline. It's a great water park production in association with Big Red Tree. This is your announcer, Pierre Mancini, speaking. Join us again next week for Cops and Robbers. <laughs>